It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills and the Mike Sports Fan presented by JK Contracting on this third day of April 2020. 6.06 on the clock and temperatures around 95 degrees out here in Athens. It's a beautiful day out and it's again disappointing that we are unable to be out. I mean, you can still go for the stroll. You can still go walk your dog, do whatever you want to do. Uh, but it is disappointing that you can't really you know, go out and do everything that you've been wanting to do. Uh, during these times, but we will hope to entertain you all the way up until 6.30 today, and then music will follow starting at 6.30 to 7 o'clock. If you have any requests for songs, you can always call in at 740-592-6646. But joining us here on the program all the way from Baltimore, at least he claims he's from Baltimore, uh, but my good friend and producer of Hardwood Heroes, Ethan Sands joins the program, and over on the phone lines we have Andrew Allison calling in. Andrew's second time you know, calling in this week. Uh, fellas, how you doing? Ethan, uh, thanks for joining the program. Doing well, Connor. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. And Andrew, yeah, how have you been? been a while since we talked. Yeah, it's uh, going well. Enjoying the nice weather from where I can at my house. Can't really go out, so... That's true, and where I want to start right now, we do have some news coming out of Federal Hawking as Bradley Russell commits to Muskingum University Division II to play basketball there. Ethan, you've seen him play. You've seen his career. Uh, break this down for us. Oh, well, Connor, this kid is really athletic. I mean, he's got the 6'5 build. He's big, muscular, can go up with just about anybody, and it's really interesting to see how his season kind of played out. Federal hockey never was really known to be a team that's going to come up and actually control the pace of the game, but this year that held different. They actually went to the first TVC hockey title since 2013, and, well, Brad Russell was a big part of that. He averaged 14-10, and 10, and like I said, he's 6'5", so most of the other kids on his team and even around the league can't even compete with him unless you have a 7-foot center. But even going on with that, this is just an all-around good kid. Like, he'll play for anybody, play for his teammates. He's humble. He does what he has to do on and off the field to be successful, off the court, excuse me. But this kid is just set for good things to come. Division two school, like you said, Connor, really good place to play. And coming out of southeastern Ohio, I mean, D2 basketball is really high-level basketball. Yeah, and it's really been fun to watch his career unfold over the last four years uh you know it was uh, a fun ride seeing federal hawking reach the convocation center this year uh made it to 19 and 5 on the season uh with fed hawk and trimble that was a, a fun reignited rivalry uh to view this year and i haven't been able to ask you and i, I can't remember off the top of my head ethan but your uh picks for hardwood heroes for the all heroes team uh, Brad Russell had to be one of those guys on that roster, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What was the other? You know he had to be on that list. I mean, he was one of the most dominant kids in our conference, one of the most dominant teams on his team. 
And I think he had a very good reasoning for being on that list. I mean, averaging a double-double per game at, by itself holds its own weight. But, I mean, the kid can straight up hoop. And how does that other uh, – what the rest of the roster, what did it look like? Do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, let me give it a look real quick. I think it was – well, there's Brad Russell, of course. Then you have – Actually, from the All-Futures team, there's Blake Guffey. I mean, the kid's a sophomore, but he was in high contention for being on the All-Heroes team as well. Right, um, Guffey, the, uh, the the underclassman out of Trimble. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then... Um, keeping going forward, I think there's a couple more. One second. I have to think... Well... There's a lot of different people who we can talk about. I mean, Weston Bear, two-time TVC Ohio Player of the Year. I mean, the kid, that kid, sheesh. I mean, I was a reporter for Megs when I was a freshman, and that took me back to be able to see him win Player of the Year twice and then actually cover him by myself. That was a spectacle. Yeah, um, it's, it's really amazing, all the, the great oh. talent. You know, within the Southeastern Ohio region, seeing all these kids play out uh, and, you know, Trimble making it the furthest uh, into the region regional semifinals. Um, but it was an exciting year to see, and especially for Trimble uh, and for Federal Hawking to have that breakout year that they needed to get. Most definitely, most definitely. I mean, then you have you have Vinton County and you got Gavin Arbaugh. I mean, that kid, sheesh, that kid can't ball. Because just of how athletic he is and his package of layups and everything else that he can do from inside the arc and then actually actually spread and give people opportunities to score outside of the arc as well. I mean. Right. And we talk about full players. That's definitely one of them. And one of the talented players that we also were able to see from Trimble, uh, 15, Cameron Kittle. I mean, Kittle was tremendous out on the basketball court, did not really have to score a whole lot of points but for Kittle it was really the assist setting up his teammates whether it be Blake Guffey or anybody else on the team you know for Trimble Kittle kind of ran that offense like he ran the offense on football most definitely most definitely he was the head of the offense he was a leader he was a captain I mean he handled the offense just like you would sing see a point guard at a d3 level play because he would operate the offense on of a pass first basis a lot of people would like to say that LeBron James kind of plays that way, too. He's not really a, a first scorer. He'd rather pass the ball and set up for the rest of his teammates. And that made it a lot better options for Blake Guffey, Tyler Weber, Braden Weber, all these other cats that were able to score the ball at a momentous amount. I mean, Braden Weber broke 1,000 points before he graduated, which is a, another astounding mark that a lot of basketball players hope to get to before they graduate. Right. Uh, and it's really good to see, you know, swinging it back to, to Kittle. You know, we talked about it a little bit on the sports fan earlier on in the year when, you know, sports were actually still going on and everything was kind of back to normal and uh, back to a normal time. But for Cameron Kittle, got that preferred walk-on for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Right. I mean, you, you talk about a kid that you have a story of Joe Burrow this whole entire season. And winning the Heisman, doing all these great things, going to the NFL, 
draft and not even participating in the combine. And then you have this kid, another kid out of southeastern Ohio, who's going to be the first person to make as high as that is to the Buckeyes since Joe Burrow, even though it is as a preferred walk-on. We'll have to see what Cam Kittle is made of and what he's actually talked about a lot in his season is how gritty and how much hard work the Trimble Tomcat offense and defense puts into. I think that's a testament to him as a character and him as a man because it's not about what position he played that he's being recruited for. It's the opportunity that he's getting to go play at a high level and that he's taking that and actually making something out of it. And I want to bring Andrew into this conversation too and keep it on the Buckeyes right now. I mentioned it in the morning sports update uh, earlier on today, you know, the sports update have been taken over for Troy Bowen in the mornings. Uh, but Ohio State star Caleb Wesson says he will enter the NBA draft. The six foot nine, two hundred and fifty-five pound forward announced in a tweet that he will forego his final eligibility uh, and declare for the draft, but he can still withdraw from the draft pool until June third. Wesson has been projected as a second-round pick, playing alongside older brother Andre. Wesson was a force for the Buckeyes and the most valuable player in a tumultuous season. They averaged 14 points, 9.3 rebounds per game. Not as good as Brad Russell, uh, but still, you know, 14 and 9.3. That's that's very good at the Division One level uh, for Caleb Wesson. Uh, he also led Ohio State to a 21 and 10 record and 11 and 9 in the Big Ten. Buckeyes won nine of their last 12 games. What does this mean for the Buckeyes, and how big of a star do you think Wesson can be? You know, getting into that second round draft potentially. I, I think that really uh, hurts Ohio State, kind of. You, I mean, I don't think people were really expecting him to go. Now, obviously, he can still withdraw his name, and I, I'm leaning towards thinking that'll be what happens unless he's projected to go in the early 30s, late 30s in the uh, overall draft. But, I mean, you were looking, back, looking at it from Ohio State's standpoint, before Wesson declared, you were having Musa Jawa come back off a season-ending injury where he was starting to play pretty well. You were still going to have uh, Liddell coming back as a sophomore. And you, were, you had that kid transferring in from Harvard that's from Central Ohio, his name I can't think of right now. Uh, and then you had C.J. Walker coming back. And, and you were thinking, okay, this could be a team that could be what we expected last year's to, team to be. And that last year's team kind of was outside of that terrible stretch during January. And now it's all that's kind of up in the air. Who's going to take over in the paint for the Buckeyes? And that, that's the question of the season for next year. Right. It really is a, a big question to see. Uh, Ethan, I know that you follow a little bit about Big Ten sports. And of course, being from Maryland, and Maryland had a tremendous season. Uh, you got any you know, Big Ten insight you want to disperse upon us well i think connor i think the the big thing that we can keep it on the ohio state because i know you guys out in ohio need some info i mean now that ohio state that now that weston actually uh declared for the draft there's actually they're actually one under the 13 scholarship limit so that could also open up a spot for somebody that they wanted to go recruit but didn't have the opportunity to if he decides to stay in the draft like andrew was saying but i also think that they could also give it up to uh, walk on or somebody who wasn't on scholarship, which could also pose for a really big moment. Uh, I think the growth and development is a big thing that they have to look for for Ohio time for Ohio State because it's time for further development from EJ Little and other players. I mean, they have had 
a lot of time to kind of develop, and especially over this time of break, they're coming back where there's not a lot of depth on the front line. So people like Ibrahim, Diallo have hype, but it's just more seen as a project or like a project. Uh, I think he needs to get a little stronger to be productive in the rough of the, like you said, Connor, the Big Ten, how big and how rough it can be, and Maryland basketball actually having a really good season. I feel like this whole coronavirus, PD, the the pandemic, kind of put away how great some of the seasons that the Big Team Ten players, Big Ten teams have had, and the runs of March Madness that could have happened that don't get to happen anymore. Right, and I want to talk about a little bit. You mentioned the recruiting and how they're going to be one under. AP reports the recruiting dead period has been extended in all NCAA Division One and Two sports through May 31st. Recruiting was shut down on March 13th, not long after the cancellation of all winter and spring sports because of the new coronavirus outbreak. The original suspension was through April 15th, and a dead period prohibits in-person visits by recruits, coaches, but electronic communication is still permissible. How do you think that this pandemic is affecting uh, coaches, affecting teams uh, within the college, uh, collegiate level throughout the, the, the nation at this time? We'll start with Andrew. Honestly, I mean, I think it changes the way it's recruiting, but if you look at Ohio State, it really hasn't slowed them down any. Even if, if you look at basketball or football, I mean, uh, Ohio State's running back coach, who name slips my mind, he's amazing. I can't believe I forgot his name. He's gotten three big recruits in the time that this stay-at-home has been in order. Uh, Chris Holtman got that transfer. So while it's, I'm sure it's taking its toll on universities that are at the bottom of the Big Five or not in the Big Five, for those blue bloods, it doesn't really seem to be affecting recruiting the way I thought it would. Tony Alfred, that's his name. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't. It's not affecting the top teams like I thought it would. Nathan, what about you? I feel like because even I mean, we Connor, we've gone through the recruiting process. You understand how it goes for in-home visits and stuff like that. But I feel like this is a really good opportunity for transfers to have the same kind of opportunity as incoming freshmen to kind of make their mark with the coaching staff. I mean, the Oakland sophomore guard Trey Maddox Jr. is in the NCAA transfer portal. Sorry, uh, Stony Brook big man Jeff Autrich. He's also in he's in the transfer portal, but he's graduated. So there's another time for people to come back and come into the system. I think it really does affect the people who are who are freshmen that don't get the experience of in-home visits and stuff like that because that's a big part of recruitment and getting people acclimated into the system and getting people to understand how much the system and how much the organization actually wants them to on their team. Um, but I feel like there's, there's still a lot of opportunities with verbal and uh, online meeting because there's so much you can do with FaceTime and visits and Skype and all these other applications that are being used. But I feel like it's a really good opportunity for transfers to make their mark when they leave. 
Absolutely. And one of the things that the Bobcats, we do have some Ohio news uh, as they are, quote unquote, this is their Twitter uh, post. They are thrilled to officially announce that Jeremiah Covington is the new assistant AD for football operations. Uh, so congratulations to Jeremiah Covington as he's been promoted within the Bobcat football season. We have a couple other stories to get to on the other side of the break. We thank Ethan Sands and Allison, uh, Andrew Allison joining us. They'll continue to join us all the way up until 6.30, but we'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Sportsman on 970 WATH. To siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Columbia Gas wants you to know the ground rules. If you smell the rotten egg odor of natural gas, stop what you're doing, leave the area immediately, and call 911 and Columbia Gas. For more ground rules like these, visit ColumbiaGasOhio.com slash stay safe. Do you want hot food delivered right to your door? Download the iChowdown app or go to iChowdown.com to place your order. They'll take care of it from there and make sure it gets to you hot, hot, hot. They've got skilled drivers, heated bags, and know all the shortcuts to get to your door. They're now delivering up to 20 miles from their 30-plus restaurants. They're now delivering up to 20 miles from their 30-plus restaurants. If you have any questions, call iChowdown, 855-244-6936. That's 855-244-6936. This is Hocking Valley Bank President Tammy Bobo. We've adjusted operations to comply with the stay-at-home order. All offices have moved to drive-through banking. We're making appointments for customers with needs that exceed a drive-through and will accommodate safe deposit box visits at our Court Street office. 8.30 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 10 a.m. Saturday are reserved for seniors and customers with health concerns. Please call us at 740-592-4441. We're here with you. We're there for you. I'm Dr. Amy Acton, Director of the Ohio Department of Health. I know you have a lot of questions about coronavirus, so please call our hotline. The number is 833-4-ASK-ODH. Furnished by the Ohio Department of Health and the OAB. This is the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Ow! Sports Fan 970 WATH. Mills of the mic. Joined by... Ethan Sands and Andrew Allison kind enough to take time out of their day to join us on the program. Of course, Ethan being the producer of Hardwood Heroes, and who knows, maybe even the producer of Gridiron Glory come this fall. I don't know if any information about that has uh, come out yet, but appreciate your time, Ethan. And Andrew is always uh, welcome on the program as well. I mean, he's already been on here, but first time for Ethan. So I, it's always nice things to say about you, Andrew, but i, I got to talk a little bit higher about Ethan right now. First time, <laughs> debut for the sports fan. I appreciate that, Con. I appreciate that. You got any uh, news about Gridiron Glory, either host or producer, anything I going on? no news at this time, Connor. we got to stay professional. <laughs> got to keep the reporter mindset. No, no news has come out officially yet. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm doing my job as a reporter over here on this end. So, you know, i got to ask the hey, hard-hitting questions over job. here. Great job, hard-hitting questions. <laughs> I'm going to stand tall. Yes, you, you could do that, too. Uh <laughs> I mentioned during our break a little bit when we were talking, one of the summer collegiate baseball leagues have folded just for this year, uh, but it's the 
Valley Baseball League in Virginia. Commissioner Bruce Alger uh, said the committee unanimously agreed the risk to the players' health would be too great. The 11-team Valley League has been sanctioned by the NCAA since 1961 and began using wood bats in 1993. It's among dozens of leagues where college players spend their summers, including the GLSEL, where we'll get into a little bit uh, after they complete this. The Cape Cod League generally is considered one of the top summer collegiate leagues. Uh, it is said that it had not decided whether to cancel its season. So far, play is scheduled to begin on June 13th. But as I said, we do have a, a local summer collegiate baseball league here in the summer, uh, the Copperheads, uh, the Southeastern Ohio Copperheads, in the Summer Collegiate Baseball League, the GLSEL. Uh, but, guys, you both worked in you know, the GLSEL last year. Uh, Ethan, you, know, you kind of back half started playing some good music for us up in the play, uh, press box. Uh, but it could be one of many baseball teams that could postpone their season until the following year. I think that's a really good point, Connor. I feel like baseball, for, for baseball players, we all know it's a – it's a year-long commitment. So having your summer season is kind of really influential, especially for people who are in a higher opportunity to go to the MLB and have their prospects alleviated. I think this being taken away from them or having it pushed back at all is really effective. But I think it's just because of this virus, and I think it's a really big importance that we keep doing, the, the baseball players keep doing what they have to do, which is conditioning and practicing, getting in the cages, ball reps, all that type of stuff. But I feel like this is going to hurt a lot of the players' opportunities in the future. And what about you, Andrew? I know that you've signed on for year number two with the Ohio Bison. We talked about it earlier on. Is there any news from the GLSEL regarding what they could do about the coronavirus pandemic? Yeah, I know they're looking at trying to see, like, if they could, when they could start up, if they can, if they can even start up, um, trying to tinker with some schedules, figuring out with different teams. But as of right now, there's nothing set in stone. And from what I heard, there probably won't be for at least two to three weeks. Because I know, at least with the summer, uh, the Southeastern Ohio Copperheads, that they will try, at least what they put out on Twitter and Facebook and everything, they're going to try to continue to have their season. Uh, but things, as of right now, with the stay-at-home order extended until May 1st, at least here in Ohio, it does not look good for sports entering into the summer, especially for high school sports that are still, they haven't been canceled yet, but it's not looking good to this point. Yeah, and I think a lot of like a lot of summer collegiate leagues are going to wait. Well, I'd assume at least the Great Lakes is going to wait to see at the beginning of May. Is this stay at home going to be extended till the end of May, beginning of June, or is it going to be okay? It's either done or we're going to extend it like another two weeks because they think it's getting better. If it gets extended till the end of May, beginning of June, then I think you're going to see cancellation of almost every summer league. Right. Regardless well, of... Yeah, that does it us for here at the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 WATH. Appreciate the time from both Ethan Sands and Andrew Allison. We'll continue the conversation sometime next week. Enjoy your weekend.
We'll throw it to some music on Classic Hits 970 WATH. This is Connor Mills signing off. See you next week.